You're listening to episode 242 of the FitzPro podcast. And today we are going over, this is for online health and fitness professionals. We are going to discuss how to develop or refine your first coaching offer specific to your ideal client. Obviously you need to know your ideal client. If you do not know that yet, I have a free resource for you, which will be linked in the show notes. So if you feel like you just aren't really sure what you offer, aren't confident selling what you offer, aren't confident packaging what you offer, or you have literally no idea, today is going to be for you. Without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller. Certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzpro. If you are a online health and fitness professional and you have not checked out my free workshop, Your Biz Your Way, please check it out. It is three steps to build a profitable online health and fitness business. And again, I am passionate about you doing that your way. I feel like there's a lot of business coaches out there who just give you a cookie cutter program or tell you that there is only one way to do business. And though I you cannot count on a cookie cutter program from me, <laughs> I do hope to give you the principles and the tools that you need to develop that for yourself. So check out that free workshop. If you have not, the link will be in the show notes. So the fact is, you either are a new coach in the online space, a new coach and you're in the online space, or you are not a new coach, but you are new to the online space. That is who today's episode is for. What are you selling And can you articulate that to me? If you can't articulate that to me, you can't articulate that to your potential prospects, your potential clients, and then we lack clarity. When we lack clarity, when you can't communicate that to your ideal client, good luck making sales, right? Maybe you have felt this. So most coaches start with one-on-one, and that is for good reason. I have posts about why I think you should start with one-on-one. And that is why today we are going over how to build or refine specifically your one-on-one offer and position it so that it is the most accurate and therefore appealing to your ideal client. On that note, if you don't know who the heck or what the heck your ideal client is, I have a 25-question PDF. You don't have to answer all the questions, but after attempting to answer all the questions, you will have a lot of clarity on your messaging and who you serve and how to communicate better to them. Those 25 questions are in a fillable PDF. And also it comes with a short video training from me that can help, again, you gain clarity and kind of what to focus on and what to let go of when you are filling out the PDF, because a lot of people can get stuck on if they're being specific enough or if they're being too specific. And for me, it's not the level of specificity it is the level of clarity that you have. So check that out. Go to anniemiller.co backslash ICA or go to the link in the show notes, download it for free. Your first offer in the online space needs to do a few things. If you're taking notes, this is where we want to start taking notes. You need to enjoy creating, producing, and delivering your offer. 
I don't care how long the offer is, whether it's three months with a client, whether it's six months, 12 months beyond that, whether it's automated and it's not one-on-one coaching, you need to enjoy creating the pieces, producing whatever needs to be produced for the client and delivering that to the client. That's number one. The next one is it needs to work. And I chuckle because uh, this is very important. And a big missing piece for a lot of coaches in the online space is if you create something that works and gets people results, it will sell itself. And that is so, so, so important to have as a foundational piece within your business and of your offer, your method, your program, whatever it is, it needs to work. And this will ideally build that social proof for you, which is so, so incredibly important. And I have a podcast on the power of social proof, why it's important. So go look that up if you haven't. Next is another one that I think people miss, and I do not want you to waste time. So pay attention to this one. Your program offer approach method, whatever it needs to be needed and not only needed by your ideal client, but it needs to be wanted by your ideal client. They need to want to spend money on this. And lastly, it needs to be profitable and a model that makes sense for your audience size, which again is why one-on-one makes so sense because it is the highest ticket that we can sell and also requires the smallest pool of people to pull from in order to make profit in our business or generate revenue in our business. So we're going to break each of those down, right? You need to enjoy it. The method needs to work. It needs to be needed and wanted, and it needs to be profitable. Those are the four things we're going to go over. So I want you to ask yourself, what model delivery coaching is most appealing to you and allows you to still deliver results. And when I say what model, I'm talking deliverables, I'm talking timeline. Um, I've never served a client for under 12 months. I started doing 12-month program design when I started my business in 2015 because that is what I enjoyed doing. That was kind of my bread and butter when I went to school. My focus was program design. And when we worked with athletes in college strength and conditioning, it was long-term periodization, right? It was working with athletes across seasons. When were they building their fitness? When were they building their strength? When were they deloading? What did their season look like? And so that was also what I saw as a missing piece within the online world. I was like, what are all these like eight-week shreds and 12-week programs and six-week this? Like, what are people doing out here? Not that I had it all figured out, but it was very clear to me that I prefer long-term programming. And I had worked with people in person and I enjoy one-on-one. I enjoy the relationship piece. I enjoy training people through different seasons of life and walking with them through those seasons. And so that's what I mean when I ask you what model and delivery is most appealing to you? What what feels right for you? Um, another piece is that I never wanted to do calls. It just isn't, it's not my favorite way to coach. And maybe it would have benefited my one-on-one clients, but I just, I just detest doing calls. I don't think it's needed for my clients to get the results that I was selling. And so I never did calls. Um, and so these are questions I know 
you can look at all the parts of what can be involved in a one-on-one offer. Okay, we know. It can involve coaching calls. It can involve group calls. It can involve trainings. It can involve PDFs. It can involve uh, Voxer check-ins, so voice memos or or text check-ins of some kind, Google form check-ins. Look at all the deliverables that can happen in a one-on-one offer. The type of program design. So obviously my brain goes to program design because that's my background, but this can apply to uh, nutrition as well. What, well, nutrition mindset, whatever. The online space is broad. So take, take all of this and apply it however it makes sense to your area of focus and your profession. Essentially, I'm asking this question because you need to enjoy it. You need to not resent any process, any piece of the process within your coaching model. And it still needs to deliver the desired result. So that's really just questions for you to think about, questions for you to consider. You don't have to do everything that everybody else is doing in the online space. That's my point. Your biz, your way. But it has to work. Method. That brings us to the next thing. Your method, your philosophy, your approach, your actual coaching. Part one is that it has to actually work, right? If you don't have clients yet, then this will come from you simply talking about your methods, your beliefs, your philosophy, your own story, if you have one. That's where getting social proof is so helpful though, because you can use things like client case studies and walkthroughs to demonstrate your method. Part two is communicating this and giving sections or phases of your method names. It can be so helpful from a marketing standpoint. If if your method is not sequential, if it's not a sequential process, like first we do this assessment and that gives us this information and then we do this, are there pillars of your coaching that you can include or that you do include with every client? Are there topics that you go over with every client? These are part of your method. And if we can give these pillars, specific names, then that allows you to better market that and communicate that to your ideal client. What are areas that they have struggled with and how does your method, your approach, your philosophy, whatever you want to call it, which is why I say it different ways because it's really going to manifest differently for different coaches, how does it address those things, those missing links for your ideal client. Okay. So if you've never sat down and identified your method, I did a podcast recently um, in the end of 2023 about really defining and developing your coaching philosophy. So go listen to that. If you feel like, well, shit, I don't really know what my method is. Like you, you do, you have one. Um, We just need to carve it out and go find it. We need to identify it. So go listen to that. If you haven't, again, it was an episode towards the end of 2023. And if I'm batching these, so it might even have been early 2024, I digress. Go search coaching philosophy. The next thing is that your your result that you're selling needs to be needed and it needs to be wanted. I have watched so many coaches build out offers that they wanted to build, which is fantastic, right? That was number one. You need to enjoy whatever it is you're doing. But the offer wasn't actually needed or more importantly, wanted by their audience. 
This is why I say I don't want you to waste your time. And I won't say that that time was wasted necessarily because I am sure there's a lot of learning that took place there, which is not wasted, but do your due diligence and market research before just offering something or offering it in a way that people don't want, people won't buy into. I mean, business is at its core solving specific problems via providing solutions. So what solution do you provide? What is your niche? What have they tried in the past? What? Why hasn't it worked? What hasn't worked? Why is your method or approach any different? We need to answer these questions. This all falls under needed and wanted offer development. So answer those questions and get clear on what differentiates your offer from other offers. And this is something you'll do inside Fitzpro Foundations. One of the one module is all about your offer, getting super nitty gritty. We need to do this. And when you do this, again, it builds that confidence and your ability to communicate your offer from an emotional standpoint, from an objective standpoint, et cetera, et cetera. Lastly, it needs to be profitable. You need to make money. If you, if you didn't know that, if you weren't already feeling that in this economy, you need to make money. If you currently have an offer, what is the price point? Does that need to go up? Can you add value? Or can you get away with removing something that isn't essential for your customer to get their results? Can you automate something so that it removes work for you, but the client is still getting the value? If you currently have an offer, I encourage you to do a little audit uh, if you're already serving clients through that offer to be sure that we're only providing the minimal dose effect, what needs to be provided for that client to reach their result. Let's remove anything that is not needed that is just adding noise to the process, but not actually helping. And this is very, very common, even for myself. I want to keep adding things that I think are going to be helpful. And while they might be helpful, especially in your first offer that you develop, is it essential? That's what I want you to ask. If you have yet to launch anything, you have yet to sell anything or no one has joined what you are selling, then lay out everything involved in your offer, all of the deliverables, the coaching that takes place, and then choose a price that will number one, first and foremost, leave you excited to serve the client and you feel compensated for the work that you're doing. We never want to end up because of our own pricing choices, resenting clients because we didn't charge them enough and the workload is too high. Now that resentment also might come from your lack of boundaries within your business, but that's another conversation. And number two is that the price should be a win for the client because you can over deliver on that value. So we always want to, we don't just want to charge people what they'll pay. I hate that. I hate that premise so much. I was on a call the other day and somebody said something along those lines, like charge more because people will pay it. And it's like, okay, but are you actually providing the value? Like is the, is the value match there? Um, and maybe that was implied and I'm just, it's a me thing, but I think the price should be, it should make sense for whatever demographic you're uh, serving. And 
it should be chosen because you are providing that value to the client and you're over delivering on that value. We always want to over deliver. So your offer will change over time. That's expected and fine, but that doesn't mean you should go at it willy nilly with no plan or clarity to begin with. So if you really, really lack clarity, it's a what I sell inside Fitzboro Foundations. So check out that free workshop. If you have not, the free workshop is easily the best way to join at Fitzboro Foundations. Um, best bonuses, best price, discount, all the things. So check that out if you haven't. The link will be in the show notes. You'll likely feel more confident selling this offer and implementing it with clients if you gain some clarity on the offer, your method, who it's for, what it does, how it's different, etc. first. So I hope today's episode was helpful. If you're not on my mailing list, go check it out, anniemiller.co slash news. I give you fitness gains or business gains depending on what you choose. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzpro Podcast. <laughs>